IV Pod. Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast on Twitter, and mail at ivypod is our email. Let's begin episode 70 of the Ivy Alternative Podcast. Clayton? Hi, John. I totally forgot what to say there. I'm having such issues here with Skype. Well, you, you get you're mired in the technical details. I know. I just, when something goes wrong, it bugs me. It's bugging me. The last show, and hey, everybody, we fixed the audio. So, if you noticed any audio degradation last week, last two weeks, actually, that's my fault. Didn't follow my own teachings. Right. <laughs> One, you know, it's, yeah, it's product of using a new machine, new computer. Yes, that's true. I was doing a new setup, all new setup, but uh, yeah. Speaking of new setups, I'm excited, Clayton. We've been talking about this for a long, long time. How we've wanted to go, you know, big time and have our own gear so we could do sit down interviews with people. It's happening. I know. I'm excited. We've, we've sold some t-shirts. Thank you to people for the support. It is awesome. I hope you're wearing your Ivy Pod t-shirt proudly. But yeah, we've got a mixer coming, a USB mixer. We're going to be setting that up with an iPad with some sweet mics and some pop filters. we got the whole setup. We're going to look like pros. We Can't are wait. pros. Yeah, that's right. We are. Of course we are. We're officially, well, capable of recording live, which is, well, in person. Oh. Right, right. That's what I mean. And we tried it the one time with Mark Walzinski, which was a great interview, but I was just so upset afterward with the sound quality because we were using this single mic for all three of us in a room with a lot of echoes, and it's this omnidirectional mic, so it's supposed to pick up, like, the full room effect, but it just, uh, I didn't like it. A lot of reverb and just, uh. It probably did pick up the full room. We were in a, like you said. Yeah, every tap of a pencil or setting your drink down on the table got picked up but Mm. yeah not anymore not with this new gear and it's just in time now uh if you follow us on twitter and facebook and all that you may have seen the leak Uh, we've got an exciting interview coming up the wizard himself is coming to ivy pod from the wizard's juke joint yeah Um, recently stepped down from his long time radio show yeah, we mentioned him last time because we did the 2014 review and we talked about his retirement and how that's going to be create quite a void here in the Illinois Valley just because he had such a unique show. Yeah. And it's been going for, I don't know, my entire life or, you know, our lives, of course. But yeah, he's been on forever that I can think of. And yeah, to have him go off is very sad, but he's going he's gonna to mix it up with us podcasters. So Maybe we'll get it, get him started in a new direction. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. It would be awesome. I yeah, I take it wait. on the road. You can listen anytime you want to, to uh, the, the juke joint. Yeah, we'll see. We can't wait. So that's coming right around the corner. More more info. Got to get that all squared away, and we need to get the actual gear because we're going to do a sit-down interview with him. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else going on, John? Anything new? Anything happening? Mm. No, not really. I've been busy with work, lots of work stuff. This is a busy time of the year for me for work, so I've been kind of focused on that. But uh, It's not trade show season yet, is it? It is it is for me. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's definitely trade show season. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, I knew you, you had messaged me and you were looking, trying to get your hands on some of the zombie dust beer from Indiana because you were out that way. But I um, did, and I was able to get limited quantities. Two bottles. Two bottles, max. Twelve yeah. ounce bottles. Two of them. That's all I was allowed. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. well, that's pretty good stuff. 
It is good stuff. I I, I hope to get more soon because I'm going back. So. Yeah. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, you should try to cut out like an hour and get lunch the, at the Three Floyds Three. Brewery. I'm, I'm telling yeah. you, it's worth it. Just okay. cut out an hour. I mean, just even if you don't buy any of the beer, but just get the well, you'll get the beer with your lunch. But the food is, is spectacular. It's really, really good. Okay. So, and it's not. It's it's probably 15, 15 minutes off of eighty, if that even. Okay. So that's not bad. No. I can handle that. Yeah. Just I'm just playing on it, and then you. I mean, not you know maybe on your way in instead of your way out. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, on your way wherever you're going, and, and I don't know if you get a travel day. I don't know you, how that works for you, but. And I haven't seen anything new on local breweries other than that they're coming. So. Hopefully. Well, there's one downtown Ottawa um, that's fall, 2015. So that's you know whatever six months. Right out, around the corner. Nine, sure. Yeah. Whatever six, seven, eight months, something like that. And then there's the Radium City. Brewers. Right, um, right. But I read that they're only going to be—they're not bottling or anything. They're just going to be brewing it and selling to bars and establishments, like by the barrel, I assume. Ah, uh, they're not bottling at all. No, I, maybe eventually. Oh, okay. but their fir- their first wave is just going to be putting together. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure kegs for for local establishments. We'll have to find out where they're at. And try them out sometime. I'm kind of curious. I, um, yeah. I was talking to someone over the weekend and. They don't like the name Radium no, City. No, were they offended? They just they... don't like that associated with something you would drink. Huh. Well. I don't know. I thought it was kitschy. And, and, and sort I think of a, it's a cool name. Yeah, I don't know. It, I like and it. It, it has a historical ties. Um, yeah, maybe not a, a positive one, but this is trying to make a positive well, to spin also, on a negative thing. It also plays on sort of a, I was going to say modern, that's probably not the right word for it, but sort of the folksy... Um, hipster comic book thing too right it could could i mean it's got the cool radioactive logo which is pretty cool well right it it gives you all kinds of cool options plus it's a nice color scheme all the beers are red and white or you know what i mean or blue this one's green (laughs) (laughs) i I like that it's different but yeah i i just thought it was it, it hadn't even occurred to me that that was kind of a bad name and i don't know if they were so much as saying it's bad but they're just kind of I don't know. Just part of a discussion, and I, I Clayton, interesting I gotta, questions. If if we do drink a lot, you know, we get a chance to go drink some Radium City Brewery beer or any of the other brewery beer, and we drink too much, yeah. and we drive around, sure, and we get in trouble with the law, sure. Say, yeah, come spill it into someone's yard because it's icy. Yeah, because it's icy, and we've been drinking. Sure. Who would you call? Kramarsic Law Office. That's so I would call. That's who I would call Attorney Doug Kramarsic from the Kramarsic Law Office. If you need legal help, he will aggressively fight for you. He focuses on the quality of his work, and he, he's just somebody you can trust. 815-667-7100. Go to Utica, Illinois. It's right over there by, what is that, Celebrations. His office is right there. Sure. That same building. Mm-hmm. Or go to www.kramarsiclaw.com. Or, you know what, speaking of that, Let's just say we're driving around and we 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 you know, we're controlling ourselves. Sure, but we want to have a good time, and we go to a party, and it sucks. Yeah, it's because they're playing lame music. That's right. I'm gonna suggest to whoever that is, right. or what? Who would you suggest? Well, I would suggest uh, suggest the Music <laughs> Machine in, yeah. in lovely LaSalle, Illinois. They're a musical powerhouse. They can handle any event, John. So. Hey, dances, weddings, reunions, anything you got. They've been doing it for 23 years. They're the top DJ service in the Illinois Valley. Uh, you can check them out at mmdjpros.com. Uh, they actually have an event calendar or an availability yep, yep, thing. Nope, oh. nope they, don't, they don't have any more. It doesn't? Well, you need it's to take that anymore. out of our read. Yep, uh, sorry. Well, either way, you can call them. Uh, it's just 815-223-6635 and find out if they're available for you. They are a busy... DJ service, because I, I, I mean, they're, I know they're working a lot, and, and well, it's because they're so darn good. And um, they're going to be busy where they were busy, because when everybody hears this, the first stream wave of the season will have already happened, and they will do the music at that, so I'm sure that was an awesome show. Mm-hmm. I might go, I might be going to that, so. Oh, cool. Or, yeah. 
Well, they had a pretty good lineup, I hear. Well, not to take it from the music machine, but yeah, check them out. Uh, Like I said, I gave the phone number. MMDJPros is the website. You can find all their contact info on that. Um, Yeah, check them out. So what? Yeah, cool. Dreamwave. What, what's the? Uh, do they? What's the? The hook Booker T coming to LaSalle, Illinois. Really, really. Booker T. Yeah, that's a good one. He was. Yeah, a, he's he an is. old WCW guy, mainly, right? Correct. Yeah, back in the day when WCW was kicking it. WCW Monday Night Nitro. Oh yeah, that's when I was watching it hardcore. A little too hardcore. Well, they. That was. It was when the WWF, you know, was was declining, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, and the big NWO was the big thing. It was before, uh, pre, like, uh, The Rock and all that. Oh, it, I think. You know, I forget. I forget. It he was right around. Because that's, like, that's kind of when The Rock was kind of the one that brought back WWE, right? Him and Stone Cold, right, I that's think. That's the other name I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it should be a good show. So I hope it was a good show. Because what this, it's. Well, it will be in the past now. This is odd. We're recording right before it's going to happen. So, oh, sorry. Gonna well, t- this is going <laughs> to. I know it's odd. <laughs> I know the timing of this one is off a little bit because we're recording just before, but it's going to come out just after. So, hopefully, it was a good show. Yeah. Well, I'm you sure so. it will be. Well, the music machine's going to be there. And- so, I wanted to bring something up this week. Look, we got a couple local topics, kind of a light episode. A uh, couple local topics, and then we're going to. Some of our uh, favorite pods of 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We didn't, we didn't do that in our review shows. So last show, episode 69, we spent a lot of time talking crap about uh, Peter Limburger, the husband uh, of Inga Karras. Yeah. Kev, the Karras, you know, the, the well-known Karras family. Right. Uh, we, we were talking a little crap about him because of his decision to pull out on the brewery just because of sand mines. And I still stand by that. I think that was pretty ridiculous right. but it seemed it seemed overly political and, and uh, the, the whole thing was rife with it stunk it just didn't smell right <laughs> it didn't right it didn't pass our smell test here at ivy pod but you know what we can't let uh peter bring down the name there we want to we want to talk about some of the cool stuff karis the karis foundation does because they do do a lot of cool stuff i just saw this in the paper karis they're celebrating their one first 100 years was founded by Dr. Edward Hegler Karras, and they're celebrating the hundred years with a whole lot of things. They're they're going to be doing some sco- a new scholarship, uh, sponsoring a variety of volunteer activities, uh, a lot of educational events, right in LaSalle. Mm-hmm. So a lot of good stuff. And Inga Karras, Peter's wife, that is, uh, she was saying, let's see here. We are thrilled. This is quote. I quote from Inga Karras. We are thrilled that we can share in marking our first century of success with our community and our employees. 2015 will be an exciting year for us. Sure. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, it is. And they've been, uh, I mean, helped develop the Illinois Valley, helped develop LaSalle. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's kind of neat that they're giving a little bit back and for his Big of a company as they are, they're actually they they're really not all that big. I mean, it says they rough they employ roughly four hundred employees. This is an article that we you, you got from the news trip, so to kind of quote right. the source. So yeah, it kind of kind of neat stuff. They're they're you know gardening uh, demonstrations. Is that what I'm seeing? Like stuff on the and planting do trees stuff and doing stuff plant. like that. Science along science camp. I think this uh, scholarship they're talking about is pretty cool. They're going to be. They're gonna be. It's going to intern. Oh no! That they're they're gonna have an internship. That's what caught my eye. Uh, to a current undergraduate or graduate student who proposes a new way to use chemistry to solve an environmental problem. Right. They have to use one of their products though in an innovative yeah, way. Yeah, that's tricky. Uh, it is tricky. You'd have to be a pretty um, experienced or, or really knowledgeable when it comes to this we'll see hopefully they can find some good people and maybe they'll solve some of the pollution issues or some other problems out there yeah. environmental issues oh, i feel like that's this story's almost out of our wheelhouse john we're kind of stammering a bit what do you mean because it's too positive and uplifting yeah maybe we're not we, we well we, we're not always negative but um, <laughs> we don't know much about it, I guess I, I should say. 
No, I don't. Other than the fact that uh, it's a lot of nice events they're talking about this year. Well, it's this is just announcing it. This is all pretty new. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, yeah. Well, we can move right along. <laughs> just giving, just telling you how I feel, man. Jeez, that's okay. Just relax. That's okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, hey, more stuff. This is kind of another follow up from last week. So we talked about, I think it was last week episode or episode sixty nine. That is Mark Cross and his letter. Yeah. to parents about testing and how there's too much right. stress on state and federal testing. And now there was a recent article saying uh, in the Trib, this is also from the News Tribune, uh, that the state says, test grade schoolers or else. Mm-hmm. Illinois threatens to withhold funds to districts that don't test career readiness. So, it, yeah, a, that's a little bit of a response, I'd say. It's to grade uh, schoolers, too. How yeah, would, how right. Do test, how career do you test readiness. A, a junior high or, or elementary school student <laughs> for career readiness? I mean, and, and I think this is just kind of this is silly backlash. I mean, ultimately, it's not like it's Mark Cross was saying that they're not going to test anymore. They're just not going to stress teaching based on passing a, a test or 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 put a, a ton of stock in standardized testing. Right, but they're still going to test. Well, they don't they have, have a choice. To. They don't have a choice. And yeah, I they think gotta, this this headline is a little bit. It's it's inflammatory to a certain degree, um, mm-hmm. you know. It's sort of a, it's supposed to in, ignite sort of that kind of reaction, like you, the way you said it. So, um, right. And, and and he sort of clarifies that in in the article. Mark Cross does about you know. It's like we're obviously going to give the test. We're not going to be indignant about it. And I, I think I actually he has a quote in here that I actually kind of enjoyed, and it was sort of how did he put it? Is it the one about the bubbles? I love that quote. Because he talks about, and he talked about this in the letter, how a lot of these tests, they use the results of these, and, it, and this impacts state funding and federal funding, and that affects people's jobs. You know, a teacher could could potentially lose their job or be impacted by poor testing. Yeah. And then he goes on to say, he's like, who wants their livelihood based on how an eight-year-old fills in bubbles on a test? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Love- I love that quote. He also said, we're not going to engage in civil disobedience and punish our taxpayers. Uh, we plan to give the test to kids and see where it goes. I, I, that to me is, I like just the civil disobedience thing. It's like, listen, <laughs> we're going to do everything we're supposed to do. I just, you know, almost saying, we'll do it, but we don't have to like it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so it seems, I mean, in, in the thing that, that strikes me with with the way his perception of it is is he's he's probably well read and he's and, and knowledgeable of like the scientific journals and all the stuff out there probably saying like these really don't tell us as much as some people probably think they do and right. and it's more important that you establish good relationships with the community between the teachers the schools the faculty you know everybody and it and it's all about forming that kind of community and 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 sharing in a common experience of you know learning and, and it's not about passing it or, or making sure the kids all grade out at a at a whatever specific level you know what i mean like uh your your kids are going to be seventh grade readers when other kids you know i don't know it, it just I don't know. I tell you one thing, Clayton, that I don't remember reading as well as my kids. And I, I think I think reading is they're teaching it better than when we were there. Yeah. I remember I remember first grade doing barely, you know, very, very basic stuff. And it seems like what first graders are doing now, it's a bit more, at least than I remember. Maybe I'm remembering wrong. They, but uh, they, I, think they're, I think they're doing all right. I think they're doing all right. I don't know what they're doing different, but they're doing a good job. I'll I'll say that. Um, Well, that's good. Another thing, this is totally uh, off track a little bit, but related. Do you remember when you were, well, when we were in school, a big deal made out of the first hundred days of school? It's a big deal these days. They just just celebrated that. My kids did. Like the number, like almost like the number 100? They've been going no, like well, they've been going to school. They've been in school for 100 days now so far, and it was like a big, big event. It was a big day. They had to do projects and stuff. No, and I, we just, didn't do that. Yeah. No, I didn't think so. I think it's cool though. I, it's 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 neat. It's just different. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Did any did anybody get cynical with the kids and say like that's just a number? 
It's just a number. <laughs> Forget it, kids. <laughs> well, it's just like all the – like you you see that with podcasters, right? They're like, you know, my 100th episode's like whatever. And then there's the right. other ones that are like wanting to celebrate it. It's, but the, the truth is it is – you could get cynical and just be like, so what? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking we'll probably be the so what group when we get – because it – like, we were hitting this one. This is number 70 we're doing right now. And I was like, oh, should that be something special? Nah, it's just another episode. No, right. It doesn't mean <laughs> really anything. But, yeah. I mean, if we would... It's an even number. When we we'll hit 100, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be nice, but... Yeah. But yeah. I, I think it's good for kids because it's sort of... Um, I, there, there's got to be a reason they're doing it other than just sort of making a big deal out of nothing. There's, there's a kind of a function, a purpose to it. It's their children. It, they're easily amused. I, I don't know. <laughs> they, they. I think it's just, it's just that they've accomplished. They're trying to make it like they've accomplished something. Right. Like they've gone through these hundred days and sure and keep on going. And, and it's simple like that. I know the probably, little kinder my my kindergartner. They, they also tied it into. He's learned one hundred new words so far, like a word a day. Sure. Which is yeah. They tie it into that. Count to a hundred, maybe. I don't know what stuff like. The, sure. You know, that's that's the kind of stuff where they can sort of turn it into something, and someday that kid, your your boys are going to grow up, and they'll be like, God, that was stupid. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Remember when we were kids and we they used to make a big deal out of going to school for a hundred days. <laughs> you should count the number of days you go to work, John. And, oh no! And it, like to. just do some back calculating with vacation time and estimate sick time and all that. And you've been working for what ten years now? Yeah. And be like, listen here, boys. I've gone to yeah. fifteen thousand days. <laughs> <laughs> Eat that. Yeah. Stick it in your craw. Like I don't know. It, good stuff, though. Hey, that I, I kind of like that. I, I, I'm a numbers guy. Like, I think that's probably why I collected baseball cards, and I enjoy order, if you will. So, I, I kind of like that for for the kids. So, good. I didn't mean to to make light of it. No, no. Well, that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Right. So, we only have, I think, one. Oh no, we have two more things here. Uh, what, what's this picture? What's this picture thing? Oh, the you posted a picture. We're gonna have to post this picture on our. Yeah, there's a, link, there's a link to it. Beautiful. Yeah, so I, I believe it, right in the middle of January, there was a morning where uh, all the trees and shrubbery and everything got covered with a frost, and it's called hoar frost, H-O-A-R frost, um, and it made for a picturesque winter morning, and and it was from, from the Times, uh, the Ottawa Times, mywebtimes.com. And, and like John said, we'll try to put the pictures up. But it, it's a specific type of frost that just the way the crystals form and everything, they just basically cover everything and make everything white. Um, and it was a beautiful morning. So I, I, I thought the idea, I'd never heard of that term, whore, H-O, not, you know, but H-O-A-R. And <laughs> not the scandalous woman? Not, not a Sopranos whore. Okay. <laughs> right. But well, was, well, what's that specific type of snow or, or uh, sleet? Do you remember that from uh, Tom Skilling? Now I'm going to space on it. It'll come to me. We've talked about it before on the podcast, John. Okay, I'll it's take It's another that. weather phenomenon. And I can't think of the name of it. It's got another. Dry ice. No, it's Ball got. Ball lightning. It's got another funny name. Cumulonimbus um, cloud. I'm just pulling out weather terms. Did you I take don't... weather when you were at Ivy? <laughs> I did. Yeah, me too. I love that class. It was great. Yeah, I, well, it off. Was, there's a grapple. That's, <laughs> called. that's a type of like hail. Okay. Yeah, it's like a sleety. I don't hail. think we've talked about that. That's all new. Really? Grapple. Yeah. G R A U P E L. Grapple. I don't um, know about that. I think you're making that up. It's just real small, like light ice pellets. Yeah. Well, there okay. you go. Yeah. So less than five millimeters. <laughs> Grapple. I'm serious. It's like it looks like snow, but it's it's not. You know what I mean? No. Never mind. So people are learning about whore and grapple. Good. I, I like I think it. it could and, beer. <laughs> well, there are perfect <laughs> ingredients. Illinois Valley grapple beer. Yeah. I love it. Sure. <laughs> okay, our last local topic for today. It is done. So Last, another one of our things we talked about, 2014. So we didn't talk so much about this throughout the year. We kind of avoided it because there was so much daily 
news stories about which town in the Illinois Valley was trying to get a license to have the uh, dispensary, marijuana dispensary. This was like a daily thing in all the newspapers. Oh, well, Princeton's going to try for it. Now Peru. And it's just like everybody's trying for it and nothing was happening. And then uh, Governor Quinn, as he was exiting the, his governorship, I guess, uh, he did not give out any of the licenses to do this, uh, which was they thought he would. It wasn't he, so much dispensaries. It was the actual grow operations, right? Right, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, I think growing and dispensing. Well, they're two separate things. There's there's a lot more dispensaries. There's going to be a lot more dispensaries than there are farmers, if you will. Okay. okay. So nothing happened at the end of 2014, and then Governor Rauner now is the current governor, and that kind of sat. We didn't know what was going to happen, but just uh, just on, let's see, today we're recording this on the February 3rd, yeah. and he, I think just yesterday or the day before that, announced who he was going to give licenses to, and Ottawa and Oglesby were selected. Sure. Yeah, they're the, the cultivation center permits. Got this article out of the Times since we're doing our sources tonight, keeping on the uh, up and up. So yeah, Ottawa and Oglesby are going to receive medical marijuana licenses to start. They are part of the state's pilot program. Let's see, Pharma, wait, Pharamacon was awarded a retail dispensary license. Company proposed a facility on Ottawa's north side. Let's see, it's it is a dispensary. It's going to be okay. in the shopping strip between Bill Walsh, Bill Walsh Honda, and Toyota dealership. So this is not a growing facility. I'm it is sorry. just a dispensary. Okay. For me, yeah, for me. For and then GTI Clinic Holding was awarded a cultivation center, which is going to be in Oglesby, just south or north of the new Love's travel stop. South, south of it. That's uh, big. I mean, there's quotes here saying, you know, it's going to bring in... I was just reading it somewhere that it's the power consumption in the Oglesby location alone is, is going to be really big. Uh, and it's going to add, they suspected, maybe even 100 jobs. And so it's good. It's... It's a good thing. It's bringing in new businesses, using up local power and taxes and good stuff. So yeah, um, it's awesome. This was a big, big deal for the area. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was only for the cultivation center. I'm sorry, I was, uh, I didn't mean to step on you there. Right? I thought. Well, see, it says here a total of 18 business. See, the wording is mixed. Uh, this is a little confusing because of the. It says a total of 18 businesses were awarded licenses to cultivate marijuana. Three cultivation ac- applications are subject to further review. 52 businesses were awarded licenses to sell and retail dispensaries and five dispensary applications. So this isn't necessarily done, I guess. It's just the start of it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's happening now. So I know there was uh, – what I was – the biggest thing I was shocked about with all of this, and, 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 and again, we didn't really talk much about this on our previous podcast – but the biggest shock to me was in all of these different articles and stuff like that, there, was, there wasn't there was much of a backlash. You know, they would come out with these. I expected to see a lot of, like, public forums and things uh, coming out, people, like, protesting or saying, how can you bring something like this to our area? And yet, really, no, people are just seeing, I think people are seeing the money and saying, hey, yeah, come here. <laughs> you, you look at other states right now. That are are bringing forth uh, not necessarily medical, but like in the states have done the legal marijuana. The 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 tax money that's rolling in is incredible. Right, and this is so, just this is just medical, but it's still right. and, it's still going to be a state, boon. It's still good for this. I'd rather see weed than damn gambling machines in on every corner like we're seeing now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, serious. They're, they're, the, those things yeah, are out of control. They are a bit out of control. I think yeah. I ran it on it last time, so I don't need to get going. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but this is—I mean, our our state needs a lot of help. We need tax money. There's, you know, there's a lot of new programs and things they want to do, and a lot of things are probably going to get cut out. And they want to know where the money's going to come for to pay for a lot of new stuff. Well, here you go. Sure, sure. It, it's if we hey, it's, it's it, we're growing something and selling it. And I mean, you can everybody can have their issues with it as they as they see fit, but it's 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 you're generating, um, you're growing. Do you know what I mean? There's a difference between this and a lot of the other ways that government might go about trying to raise money. 
Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. So that's happening. So there'll probably be more follow-up to this uh, because, of course, it, they haven't started building yet. And it's gonna, these are just dispensaries. It doesn't sound like we were just talking about. There's a little confusion here of whether or not this is cultivation or dispensary. But it looks like these are just dispensaries at this point. Uh, well, so I'm the, one sure is a, the one is, is, a, is a cultivation facility and the other one. And I know where this location, the dispensary on the north side um, oh, so is it, so the one in Ottawa is a dispensary, and the one in Oglesby is a cultivation. Is that yeah. what you're yeah. seeing? Yeah. Okay, that makes so sense. So they're going to build a brand new cultivation facility, and that's the one that's probably going to use all the the electricity, the power, right? And that's right. Yep, that lines up with what I read. And yep. then, and then the, the I mean, this one that's going to be on the north side, you won't even notice it if, unless you're looking for it. Right. It's because it's a small little building, and you you it'll you'll just drive right on by. And right. wouldn't even know it was there. It's going to be kind of near the. They, they kind of. This is funny because you think that, given the Ottawa paper, they would know this, but it says between the Honda and Toyota dealerships, and it's not because the Honda dealerships across the street from the Toyota dealership um, <laughs> now. And do you know what I mean? It used to be, but it's between the Toyota dealership and in Farm and Fleet. There's no writer on this. It's just the staff, it's baby. It's because they staff. used it. What does be, that mean? It means several the people staff. probably. They took an AP article and they put oh, a little yeah. spin on it. Gotcha. That's why they did it that way. They cheated. Sure. I don't. Cheated. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I'm yeah, 25 to 30 jobs for Oglesby. And uh, wait. Yeah, either way, man. That's going to be – that'll be good. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of this pop up because they don't know what the demand's going to be. Do you know what I mean? This is going to be minimal, right? Um, so if if demand goes up, or who knows, it it could be the start of a really good business uh, for the whole state. Oh, I'm I'm looking forward okay. to seeing how it shakes out. That's what we got for local stuff. Yeah, I think before we just a quick shout out one more time. If you need legal assistance, we highly recommend Attorney Doug Kramarsik. 815-667-7100 or go to www.kramarsiklaw.com We know Doug. We've known him a long time. He's a smart guy. He will work extremely hard and aggressively fight for you. Give him a call if you are in need of any help whatsoever. DUI and traffic law, criminal defense, traffic accident, compensation, driver's license, reinstatement, sealing, and expungement. Yeah, estate planning. <laughs> yeah, yeah like everything. And, of course, also, if you're planning a party, a dance, anything, a wedding, reunion. you need good, yeah, reunion, bar mitzvah, Cinco de Mayo, that's coming up, right? No, sort of. No, not really. Well, anyway, 815-223-6635 or go to mmdjpros.com. They they do the music and sound effects for Dreamwave Wrestling, so you know it's got to be good to hold up to those standards because they put on a top-quality show there at Dreamwave Wrestling. And, yeah, I've, uh, you know, I think we've all been to weddings where the music sucks and nobody's dancing. That won't happen with the music machine, so give them a call, 815-223-6635. Okay, so uh, we did our 2014 review, uh, episode 68 and 69, but we did not talk about apps or podcasts. Now, I went through my phone. I don't have anything to recommend for apps. I don't know if you do. I still got my old iPhone 5. I did not upgrade to the, I know you did, Clayton, to the iPhone 6. No, it's the same. But did, are there any new apps, anything special that you would suggest for that or no. in general? No, no nothing? No. I, I, I no. mean, that's just me being honest. It's, an, it's the same thing. It's just a little, the screen's a little bigger. Okay. No, I, I got nothing. I, the, the one app that the only thing new that I've even remotely used lately, I, that trivia crack, there's a ton of people on that. Uh, that's fun. It's To me, it was fun and then it sort of isn't it just kind of wears itself out after a while but it's cool and then uh, i did download a police scanner thing which i think is kind of neat that you can just carry one of those around why not you can get anything else on your phone why not a police scanner so nice um yeah it was like the the day a couple weeks ago or whatever it was icy it like almost like the black ice thing and uh I just kind of wanted to get a, a hint of how bad it was, if it was just I, Ottawa or if it was, like, northern Illinois or what. And, um, yeah, I was enjoying watching the cars slide by the front of my house at the stop sign. 
when trying to make the turn. One of the guys that doesn't ever stop at a stop sign in front of my house, he, he drives a big old truck, and he always revs his engine, you know, real loud right there in front of my house. <laughs> he yeah. uh, he slid uh, out of control trying to make the turn, ended up in my yard, sideswiped the telephone pole. I was pretty happy. I, I watched That's the whole f- thing. <laughs> no, great. <laughs> it was awesome. I saw him coming. Stephanie can vouch for this. I actually was like going, oh, here we go, because I seen him trying to make the turn. And it was obvious he was going too fast. And he didn't – all four tires didn't end up in my yard, but this front two did, and he sort of slid – kind of sideswiped the telephone pole. And I was like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> he just nice. backed up and sped off. It looked like he kind of pulled the same thing at the next turn he tried to make. So, yeah, it made my <laughs> night. But, yeah, that, that day started with me downloading a police scanner app, which – uh, Perfect timing. Yeah, but I, I think that's about it, John. I, I uh, the only thing uh, I would jump in and say for apps, of course, just because I don't have any, so I would throw out there: listen to podcasts. If you're not listening to our show right now on a podcast, I mean, I'm sorry, on a phone, smartphone. If you're listening to it on the web, get off the web and listen to it on your phone. Subscribe to our show on your podcast player of choice. If you don't know what podcast app to use, there are a lot to choose from. Mm-hmm. The, the, the iPhones now have the built-in podcast player. So you can just use that. Search in, search IvyPod, subscribe, you can use that. I like Downcast, that's another one. Or, of course, for both Android and iPhone, Stitcher. Mm-hmm. It's a great one. Another one I've heard of for Android is Dog Catcher. That's supposed to be a really good one, too. Uh, so I guess I'll throw those out there. Sure. All right. Yeah, those are all. Uh, you got to have your preferred uh, podcast listening app. I, I Absolutely. Because, you know, some really, I don't know that you can do this on the web based. I know if you listen to our show, if, if you go to our show on our website, you can listen to our show. And that's fine, of course. Thank you for listening to the show. But if you listen to it using one of these apps, and, and this is this is useful on some podcasts. Let me tell you, probably ours for all I know. Uh, but they have the uh, one and a half times speed or two times speed, where you can listen to a podcast a lot faster. And in s- some podcasts, it's a lot more useful than others. Uh, I'm trying to think of one. You you do that? I I have uh, the only one I can think of that I did that for was the. Words from Nerds we've talked about a long time ago okay. where sometimes sometimes their dialogue is really slow and I'll pick up the pace and I'll put it on huh. one and a half speed. They, I don't have to do that very often. But, you know, some people are in a hurry and they want to get through their podcasts faster. It's It can be a useful feature. Okay. I, yeah, I, I okay. No, yeah, it, it makes sense, I guess. I just, I saw that they had that. It just never occurred to me to actually listen to something like that. Like, I, all right, I, man, we're I, going two yeah. times today. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, it's yeah, that one and a half, that. right? Yeah, the 30 second button, of course, though, is very nice. Right, right. I still, I, I mean, I, I know we've talked about it several times on here, and I, I still just use the iTunes podcast app. And it it's, actually, it's does, gotten better. It's, it's getting better, but it still stinks a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it craps out a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, eh, well, what are you going to do? So, podcasts. Now, we could probably go on and on about um, these. And, you know, we, pro- we talk about a lot of the same podcasts. You know, once in a while, I'll, I'll go on a binge and just try out new podcasts, stuff that uh, I've tried to find uh, new local stuff. I mean, you can always go to our website to see some of the local podcasts not a lot have, not a lot of the local podcasts have been actually they're kind of uh off just like we were you know not recording at the moment but that's sure. fine we, we, we go through that uh but some of the mainstream ones i know th- this isn't technically a podcast because it's an am radio station on 670 the score but Boris and bernsky Boris bernsky Boris and bernstein i always listen to it in podcast form and all the stuff that was related to the Bears was just fantastic. So this is kind of a generic all Boers and Bernstein podcast during the destruction of the Bears uh, there towards the end of the season and was was great radio. It was good stuff. Yeah, I, I always enjoy it. I mean, I, I listen to them every day after work, and um, sometimes I'll even listen at work. I uh, the, There's the radio app on, that you can get on your phone. Yeah. That yes. works pretty well, and you can stream right from there so uh cool. yeah i you know i mentioned dtns a lot in current geek i didn't i couldn't really think of any specific episodes on that one but another frog pants p- 
podcast, uh, Frog Pants Network. That's the Scott Johnson podcast. Uh, Film Sack, that's one of my favorite podcasts. And uh, just to name off a couple, because they are always, the, the name, the, that show, what they do is they, they go through Netflix and they look at old movies that are currently streaming on Netflix and they, they all watch it and then they talk about it. The one that they did, I'll just list off some of the movies that were really good that jumped out at me. Uh, Rocky Four, they talked about that. Blood Sport. Yeah, Blood Sport, Nothing But Trouble, Resident Evil, Roadhouse, Minority Report, and Popeye. And that's Popeye with the. Uh, Robin the Williams. Popeye with Robin Williams in it. Yeah, so that. All those were, I just was kind of going through their feed, and really? those are the ones, some of the ones that jumped out Did at me. You, as do I'm, you remember the Rocky Four one? That's the Ivan Drago one, right? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was a good one. That was a particularly good podcast. The Minority Report one was was a really good one, too, just because Scott Johnson has this thing about that movie. He loves that movie, and some of the other guys were just screwing with him and trying to, like, poke out all the problems with it just to get under his skin. It was good. It was good. I don't remember but, uh, Minority Report. That was a Tom Cruise movie. That's the one yeah, where they... They predict they predict crimes before they happen, oh. and they arrest people before they even do the crime because oh. it's been predicted. Oh, okay. It's a bit crazy. I, the movie I probably know best out of all this, I think, is Rocky Four. Um, yeah. And then, but Bloodsport, the Van Damme movie. Yeah. And all the yeah. kids out there that haven't seen that one, I think probably once they hit nine, ten. It's probably a good age to start showing them Van Damme movies. Yeah, one thing they po- pointed out, though, that's often not remembered properly is that Bloodsport is not the one where he puts the the uh, glass in his hands. No, that's, is it's that not, Lionheart? That's, that's, I can't, now see, now I'm not sure. I thought it was Kickboxer, but maybe oh, it no, is. Oh, prob- no, Lionheart. you're right, it is Kickboxer. So, you're right, there's three of them, because Lionheart, I think, is the worst of the three. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. <laughs> but Kickboxer was really out the... good. Bloodsport was pretty good, too. Bloodsport's digging the... deep. Yeah. Into the Van Damme archives here. Well, I, I used to. Well, we used to have to rent movies, and <laughs> they didn't come out like as quickly as they did. They do now, right? Or at least you weren't no, as interested. No, wait. Right. So you would watch. You'd rent Kickboxer. You know, you might have rented it five times in a five-year span. <laughs> you know what I mean? He yeah. Just, watch movies like that and if you were lucky enough to have like Cinemax or, or HBO or Showtime or something like that when you're a kid for sh- short periods or whenever those movies were on there a lot too so um, but yeah speaking of old movies uh, recently on TV they've had some of the Indiana Jones movies on there and my kids were kind of getting into it so I went and got the Blu-ray for Temple of Doom mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite Indiana Jones movies like just from childhood and we all watched it last weekend. And let me tell you, that movie holds up. Does it? I loved it. I, we See, I all were just like, it. I, I we still loved it. someone we an explanation at... on that. So you have to let <laughs> me borrow it. Oh, it's fantastic. I love that movie. There's so much good stuff. But anyway, yes. Maybe, hey, you got any good? I got some more, but why don't you jump in with oh, some okay. of yours? Um, well, here, I, I, I kept thinking like the, the pods that I was pulling were ones from within the last three months and I can't help that I, I just what's kind of I can't go back a year ago and sort of remember what I was listening to but there was an episode of You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes that I thought was really good it was with Dana Carvey that's someone you don't really see a lot um, out there right now like or he's just not on the he's not hasn't really been in anything that I've listened to or seen recently so I enjoyed that quite a bit and it was just going back to those SNL years and then like his start in the comedy clubs and like who he worked with and was around when he was coming up and just sort of a, it was like kind of a combination deal of the goofiness that kind of Pete Holmes brings. And I don't know if you remember him. He had a show on TBS that was uh, pretty good. It's, it's been canceled now. It followed. Cole. I liked the show. Yeah. I liked that show. He's, he's funny. And, and so it was kind of that quirky weirdness, but they seemed to complement each other really well. And it, and it was a, you know, they'd go kind of, you know, deep and not real dark or anything, kind of like Marin does, right? But but it was funny, like, Carvey is just a master impressionist and and, and, and can be just off-the-cuff hilarious, and, and it was really enjoyable. So and it, that was from December 17th, so that's a good one to kind of go back to, and I think it's a solid two hours. So his, All of his podcasts are really long, aren't they? Uh, P. Holmes, it, it depends, but yeah, a lot of them are. 
because I, I kind of like that. I, I actually, um, I feel like Marin like prematurely ends his sometimes. Yeah, he does. Like I, I mean, I, I just listened to the one that came out today or yesterday with um, Jim Gaffigan. And it was like at a certain point, they're in the midst of like they're having a great conversation. And all of a sudden, he's just like, "All right, good talk," <laughs> and then he ripped <laughs> it up. And I was like, "Yeah, well, okay then." And, and it's it's sort of, I get it. You're a busy guy now, and you try to keep them to about an hour. But you know, <laughs> sometimes they're really good. And and that was that's kind of one of the things like with Joe Rogan or some of the other guys like um, Ari Shafir, Skeptic Tanker, a lot of other interview ones where they'll just go until it sort of organically comes to its completion. So, I don't know. Do you got another one, John? The Nerdist has been... Is it, they've really turned into a mainstream podcast. Like, I'm not... I mean, they've been a mainstream for a while, but they're getting guests. It mm-hmm. seems like when someone's got to promote a show... That's becoming one of the standard stops sure. now, you know, instead where they go on Conan, they go on uh, late night and they go on all those shows. It seems like they're hitting up the Nerdist now too. a lot of these people. And it, it's impressive to see a show like that take off. Um, some of the ones that jumped out at me. It's gone mainstream, that, man. It, it really has. I mean, good for them. Good for uh, Chris Hardwick. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he works hard and he's, he's, it's paying off well, he for has him. Like, he has, um, well, he had the shows on uh, AMC, like, uh, the Breaking Bad, Talk, yeah, Talking Bad, and Talking then, Talking Dead, yeah. I think, and and Talking, yeah, Talking, yeah, yeah, right, right. So he's doing good. He's and he had, good. I mean, he even, I mean, I don't know if it was last year or two years ago, he had Tom Hanks on. I remember oh, popping that, was, that one up. That was really good. That was a great. That was a great one. He came back on again. And it was another good episode. Really? Okay. He came back. Yeah. I, um, I always feel bad because I can't. There's probably like fifteen shows that I kind of monitor. And mm-hmm. sometimes I just lose track of them. Like I just stop listening, and then I feel bad because I'm not. So I, you know what I mean. <laughs> and it's, I, it's not. You shouldn't feel bad. You just, but it, it's just trying to keep up with who's on what, and, and trying to listen to everything is is is, is a lot of work. <laughs> it's yeah. Oh, for but sure. It, but and you can go back. They've got most, if not all, their shows still available. So I mean, you can go back and scroll through. Sure. All the different shows they've had on, and they, you can still listen to them. They keep them all up, which is nice. I mean, uh, let's see, just to name a few that I thought were pretty good because I was going through kind of the year. Martin Short was good. John Cleese was good from the Monty Python, of course. Um, was he local? Uh, Ties? Who's that? Somehow John Cleese? Never mind. No. I, I, okay, I something uh, struck a chord there, but yeah, go ahead. The Joe Rogan one was good when he was on The Nerdist. See, Keanu Reeves and Tom Cruise, you know, those two, Keanu Reeves, he he catches so much crap for just being, you know, that kind of surfer dude. Everybody still associates him with kind of the Bill and Ted movie, you know, whoa, dude, you know. But he he had a really good... hold up, too. They do. Yeah, they do. And, (laughs) you know, he gave a... He had a really good interview. He seemed like a... A really nice guy. It's like not to think he wasn't a nice guy, but he had, he gave a really good interview. Another one that I was kind of uh, impressed by was you know Tom Cruise has a lot of stigma attached to him, of course, uh, these days. And but he gave a really good interview too. Uh, and then the one that after I completed uh, Breaking Bad, finally, um, I was on like just anything I could find, like interviews and stuff. I was going and looking at different YouTube videos of some of the cast mm-hmm. just to kind of see what they were up to now that the show was over. Uh, and um, so I was listening back to some of the different Nerdist episodes, and uh, Bob Odenkirk, he was on the Nerdist, and he he, he that was he had he's been on a couple times actually, mm-hmm. and those the but his one from 2014 was pretty funny. He was talking a lot about you know the Better Call Saul, of course, and mm-hmm. and and the ending of uh, of Breaking Bad. So yeah, that was another good one too. In, so he was in Fargo too this past year. Was now he? That- yeah. yeah, 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 right. I remember him talking about it. I didn't see the show, but I remember him mentioning that. You should check that out. It's quick. Yeah. It's a quick one. I mean, it's not, it's only like 10 episodes or whatever. It's good. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, just watch Ooh. it. It's, I don't need to carry on about it, but yeah, that one's okay. really, really, really good. Yeah, that I'll have to get back into this. I can go back on some of the Nerdist stuff. I, I think I was pushing that one more uh, like a couple years ago, so that's cool. Well, I think we could probably share the uh, the Mark Maron stuff. I mean, I think that's kind of essential for uh, podcast listeners. Is is just that's a show that you know, if you're new to podcasting, just get in there, find someone that you've heard of uh, or not, and just listen. The one that I listened to recently that I enjoyed 
was the Mike Judge episode, and if if you don't know who Mike Judge is, you, you do. You just uh, you, he's the Beavis and Butthead. He's King of the Hill. The movie Idiocracy. He's done. Uh, he's got the new show on HBO called Silicon Valley. That's excellent. And but some of the stories and insight into his life and world and how he came about was really really good. <clears throat> he shared a story about Swingline, the stapler company. You know Milton. On Office yeah. Space, uh, if you're not familiar with the movie Office Space, you should watch it. They they originally in the script they had Boston staplers, I believe, and they weren't they weren't going to let them use the name, so they got a hold of Swingline and they said, "Fine, yeah, that go ahead." But they never they didn't make red staplers at the time that movie was made, but they wanted mm. it to stand out in the scene, so ah, you make okay. it red, right? So. What ended up happening is, like, um, within a year or two of that movie coming out, maybe a little longer, someone started selling red Swingline staplers on eBay, and Swingline caught wind of it and like went after them and decided that they were going to start selling Swingline staplers that were red. And that ended up becoming their number one color, and their best-selling stapler was a red Swingline Stapler. Nice. It was all based it on never... movie office space. Nice. <laughs> so I just that little nugget. I was like, that is like talk about a nuance of a movie and a cool little fact. And he he's he's a really interesting character and a cool guy. But Mike Judge, that was a, a good one. It was episode five sixty eight. So check that one out. Okay. Yeah, and I, I there was two more that I liked. I remember the Wanda Sykes one was good. I don't know that one was a couple of months ago. And then Anna Kendrick, too. Um, you've seen her in all kinds of stuff, but she was kind of a, an interesting character, too. She, she's a. I don't Anna know. Kendrick. That name sounds so familiar. She was Ooh. in. Like, she's been in all kinds of stuff. What am I thinking of? She's in the one where, she, where they sing a lot. The- <laughs> yes, most recently she was in Into the Woods. Yeah. Let's see. I recognize her from something else. What was she in? What was a coral line? <laughs> no, god dang it. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That's what I recognize okay, her from. Okay, that's a good movie. No, there's one that uh, Stephanie and I, I watched or whatever. It was on HBO all the time. Never mind. You should do the next one and then I'll fill you in on. Well, I would just add to the Mark Marin ones. Uh, I enjoyed the Dr. Drew episode. I thought that was pretty good. And also, this isn't technically a 2014 podcast but he rebroadcasted his interview with robin yeah. williams just yeah. following his uh his passing which was a f- excellent interview sure really absolutely. really good. i mean there's some in fact i mean by the by the end of that episode by the end of that interview knowing what actually happened and him talk about oppression and stuff like that in the interview uh and then knowing what the ultimate end was it was uh kind of gut-wrenching yeah it's, it was tough man well and, and if you if you're ever going to like pay for an app to go back on, I, I think Marin, you probably can't go back all 500 episodes or whatever he's done. But there was one from his first couple seasons called uh, with Mike DiStefano that I remember talking about when we first started recording. Uh, yeah. That I thought was through the – I just thought it was awesome. And he also – that same comedian, and he's, he's actually – he died in 2011, heart attack. He has a story on The Moth – a podcast, a storytelling podcast, where he talks about uh, riding with Franny. I think is the name of it, or something. That was will will bring a tear to your eye too. So, hmm, okay. add to that, and that's nice. sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the only other ones I had podcasts were Freakonomics, which this I thought this was a rebroadcast, and maybe it was. It was the one about should tipping be banned. It all goes into how. Tipping is really, you know, compared to the rest of the world, are kind of unusual with the way we do tipping here. Mm-hmm. It's, nobody else does that. They just have a straight percentage and it's put right into the bill. But we don't, we don't do it that way. But uh, so it talked about that and all the different factors that can affect a good tip, mm-hmm. and different tips and techniques. All the things uh, that, that was that are out of the the waiter's control or waitress's right, control. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that was a good one, and then I, I know you've mentioned this one before, The Upside of Quitting. That's a great episode mm-hmm. as well for Freakonomics. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely, definitely then, good ones. Anna Kendrick was in Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. That's I haven't seen that, but it's... I 
your 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 wife probably has, and if she has, Maybe. It, you should get it for her because I'm sure she'd okay. like it. Okay, um, <laughs> ask her. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I only got a couple more, John, and we can uh, carry on whatever. But close it down. Yeah, uh, there's a skeptic tank with Ari Shafir. I think I talked about him recently for some episodes, but there was a episode with Miss Pat, episode 169, called Blackland. She's a comedian. She's originally from Atlanta. Yeah. Grew up in the ghetto. That one was just a kind of a remarkable person, a really neat story. Not neat. That's such a lame word to use there. That's a just crazy story. And then episode number 197 is uh, Injection Protection. And this is with a, uh, a gentleman, Morgan Black, who works at a, a place where heroin addicts go to shoot up. Now, it's hmm. kind of a dark topic, but it's in, in Canada, in British Columbia, where they have a different view on uh, drug abuse and, and look at it from a public health perspective. And they have a place where, where a heroin addict can go inject, get a clean needle, and do it under supervision from a nurse. So if anything happens, there's someone there to bring them back, basically. Um, wow. and all the types of people that this guy deals with and what it's like and the stories and the whole bit. And he's not a heroin addict. He never was a heroin addict. He's just a compassionate person, Canadian, who I believe he's Canadian, who whatever, he lives in Canada, he lives in Vancouver. Um, who It's just such a twist on what the American perception and culture towards drug abuse is when, and then this sort of complete 180 and looking at it from a public health perspective and all right, these people are going to do this. Let's give them a safe place to do it. It'll, it'll get them off the street. It'll, you know, it'll save lives. And then they'll give you an opportunity to intervene too. That was really, really, really interesting. Good, good podcast. So yeah, I, I, I guess, yeah, I, one more. And it was the Bill Simmons episode. It's the BS report. It's an ESPN podcast. He does the Monday morning lines, guess the lines. I'm sure we've talked about it before with uh, Cousin Sal. I think it's Jimmy Ki- Jimmy Kimmel's cousin. Okay. There was an episode this season where he uh, made a few comments about the NFL and uh, ended up getting suspended. That was a really good one from this past nice. year. Nice, <laughs> nice. I think he got, he got suspended from ESPN for three weeks uh, for, I don't know. He basically challenged the NFL and challenged ESPN for calling um, – the commissioner of the NFL a liar. Okay. And then he said, I dare you to suspend me. And then, and then <laughs> they did. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. He was NFL, right, too, by the way. Well, right. The NFL had a bad year. Yeah, he was right. Great Super Bowl. Bad year. Bad it was year. all, it was in the midst of all the Adrian Peterson and Ray Rice stuff. And, right, um, right. Yeah, we, how quickly we forget about that. Great Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I know. We all forget <laughs> it. Yeah, the Super Bowl is so good. Yeah. Now we're talking about uh, other stuff. Sure. So, um, uh, last one was okay. uh, the Dan Carlin podcast. He actually has two ones called Hardcore History, and it was The Wrath of Cons. Uh, it's a story about uh, Genghis Khan, as he would say on his show. I, I, we always pronounced it Genghis, but Genghis Khan, it's like a five-part episode, a five-part series. And this really tells a wonderful tale, which it's not a tale. He, he sort of retells history about what what it was like back in Genghis Khan's era and like uh, the, the legacy that that man left. Um, and he also has a show called Common Sense that's really good for like the folks who are into politics and, and sort of a a no nonsense opinion on what's going on in the world, and and Dan he he's, he has a really good voice and sort of a well educated. It's a good stuff. It's good stuff. So, um, okay, yeah. Do you have anything else, John? Planet Money. Ah, uh, big fan. Uh, why the milk is in the back of the store was a good episode. Yeah. The, the Wild West of the, the that's just it's talked about exactly that point. You know the the. The different theories, and then they they interviewed people as to why the milk is put at the back of the store. Do you want to give it away? Uh, uh, well, you know, they couldn't give a straight answer. By the end of it, they could, because some guys would say they didn't really know. Some guys would say it was a shipping thing because it's closer to, you know, because milk is milk can milk. be easily get you know can get tamper well, not get tampered but could get foul if if it's subjected to temperature changes too much. Sure. And by putting it close to the back doors, it. it it's better for that, but then, of course, then they say, 
well, everybody needs to get milk, so they put it in the back, so you walk to the back. Right. So they, they said both, and they got both answers out of people that they inter- interviewed, so that was fun. Yeah. I yeah. didn't really necessarily learn anything. It was just kind of confirmed what I thought. Well, right. It, well, it, the one response was it's, it, the, the milk gets delivered to the back of the store, and hence they put it in the back of the store because it's easiest to put the coolers back there. And I was like, I guess that makes sense. And, and my grocery store, where I, I mean, I go to Kroger all the time, they have milk right up front so okay. there's no funny business there so. no funny well good good uh, another one was good the wild west of the internet this was the wild west of the internet that was uh that was about the all these new domains so instead of www.ivypod.com now you could do www.podcast.ivypod where the instant well you know it's, dot uh all sorts of new dots so yeah. instead of dot com or dot net dot Org. They have dot uh, pro. No dot cat. Dot dog. You know all Wasn't sorts there of stuff. Like, like a wedding one, like uh, yeah, that's what they talked about. They talked about lead, the wedding one. maybe or yeah, some shit. something like that. <laughs> so um, that was that was interesting. And the Wall Street's image problem was that's where they had s- undercover footage or recordings of stuff that was going on at these high up Wall Street events. Kind of sickening, to be honest with you. If you happen to listen to it, um, oh, I miss that one. That, yeah, that's a die. Like I would definitely, right definitely listen to that one. Yeah, oh, like they're it. horrible people. Yeah, and um, <laughs> this is this is technically not 2014, but I really enjoyed the the gold standard episode, which was they just aired that. Um, re-aired it. Fifth. They, I don't know if it was. Re- I think it was a re-air. Okay. They were. They did air it on the 15th of January. It's very good. Yes. It just talks about uh, the gold standard and when. Basically, the world got off the gold standard and how, you know, that was back in the days of the Depression. Sure. And how that led to everybody getting out of the Depression. So, yeah, that's 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 it. That's what I got. Oh, cool. Well, I, you know, I had – there's one that I wanted to talk about, but I haven't listened to it yet. Um, I don't know how far behind we are, John. Something makes me think that maybe we're missing the, uh, missing the boat, but – uh, I was just just reading up on what's new in podcasting, and the show Serial kept popping up as being like the greatest thing since well, this American Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an NPR show, right? Yeah, Sarah Koenig is I think the main producer. She's sort of the new um, well, what's his name? Well, either way, she's the, the the driver behind the show, and apparently it, it's something that we absolutely must listen to. So okay, um, I guess I'm going to check it out. If anybody out there has listened to it, I, I think they even made fun of it on SNL. So because they keep promoting it, I, no, I think it's they were like literally making fun of. I think it was more making fun of the people that listen to it. Um, oh, okay. The pretentious folks like us, maybe. <laughs> um, okay. But uh, yeah, I'll have to check it out. I, and and I and I feel bad for leaving off this American Life and Radio Lab because I I still like to listen to those shows. I just feel like I probably spent the first three or four years we did the show just constantly talking about them. So it was kind of like, well, we don't need to keep talking Talk about, about some them. new stuff. There, right, there, sure. yeah. There's all kinds of good stuff out there. So okay, well. Looks like Radiolab just came out with a uh, one on American football, so that mm. should be interesting. Yeah, so I'll, I'll report yeah. more. I'm, I'm going to listen to Serial. I, I found another new podcast that I want to listen to. Um, let me think here. What was it called? Um, Love and Radio, and Love Plus Radio, and then a show called The Moment with uh, Brian Koppelman. Um, he's a guy who wrote the movie Rounders. Um, okay. And he has lots of good guests on. A lot of SNL ties, but some good stuff. So, yeah, I'm I'm still trying to get into some new stuff, John. So, good. I'm not tied good in. I'm not going to get tied down in my old podcasting ways. Yeah, I'll try to listen to some new stuff myself too. Yeah, give a, the hardcore history back. one. I'll listen. I think you'd enjoy that one. Okay. It's, it's a ter- you know just terribly interesting. Good good stuff. So. Okay. Well, I guess that's a show. Yeah. So. You guys know where to find us, ivypod.com. Please follow us on Twitter, at ivypodcast, or give us a like our page, please, on Facebook. That would be cool. We're ivypod on there. And I don't know if you got a question. Hey, if you got a question for us to ask the wizard, you know, he's, a, he's kind of a local legend here in the Illinois Valley. If you got a question you think we should ask him, 
shoot us an email or a tweet or a message on Facebook, whatever. I'd love to add it to the list. That'd be kind of fun to have some listener feedback questions. So that'd be cool. That's coming right up. I can't wait. So that'll be coming up uh, probably episode 71, I think. And yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. I'm, got anything else, Clayton? I got nothing, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to the, our next show, next interview. We get good stuff, man. Yeah, maybe we can. Oh, that reminds me. And I don't want to get. Yeah, well, we're trying to close out the show, and I just thought of something. Um, the uh, I know the River City Panic. Yeah, right. River City yeah. Panic. Gotta get, uh, gotta they gotta get Tyler Amon again because I, I'm yes. feeling that they're going to be announcing all kinds of good stuff. Or already have, but we can get the scoop on it, get the uh, details. Well, the the latest scoop is that they've announced that in March they're having their movie premiere, and in and, and it's going to be part of a film festival. Yeah, so I think we need to somehow. Why are I'm already in? We need to worm our way into that. Why well, I already paid the money to get in? Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah you did pay the extra money. You, I didn't. I, I was donated cheap ass enough and I didn't to get, get in. to get my. Uh, I was thinking it was going to be this fall, but I think they're. Well, can I be your date? You. I don't see why. I need a babysitter. That's my wife's job, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, okay. you can come with me. Okay, thanks. Well, hopefully, I mean, hopefully we can work it out. We'll see. She might okay. be able to pull off being able to go for for work. So. Oh, right. Nice. So, I'm sure they'll let us go, John, even though you're a cheap ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, sounds good, man. Uh, we got a lot. We'll have a lot to talk about in 2015, I think. Yes, let's do it. Get it on. I'm leaving now. Yep. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Episode, oh my God, I, yeah forgot what i'm doing skype's messing with me so much okay started again <laughs> yeah welcome